0: Welcome to the Level Up Your Life podcast with Erica Dale, where you will get real and relevant information to help you grow your network marketing business and level up your life. Hey, hey, Level Up listeners, happy Thursday. Hope you guys are having a great day, morning, evening, maybe it's Friday, I don't know, but I hope you are doing incredible. We are gearing up for our bodybuilding show this weekend, I think I told you guys that on Monday, which means my routine is just not what it normally is, but it's twice a year and it is uh, just one of our profitable businesses, so I, I welcome it, right, even though it sometimes stresses me out. Um, I had a friend text me the other day and he said, well, are you busy or are you productive busy? And I was like, touche, because I had just talked about that on a recent podcast. And I said, no, I'm busy. And that's why I'm (laughs) annoyed. Um, But in reality, it it is a good thing. And I'm very grateful for um, being able to have this event and put it on and you know, it's really about the athletes for Jesse and I, and we want to create a good environment for them to compete in. So we are very grateful. um, And that's what I'm trying to stay in, especially in this month of November, right? I know it's cliche, it's Thanksgiving coming up and all the things, but I am very grateful for the things that I have and the life that I have and getting to do certain things, right? So it's, it's easy to fall away from that, but I am grateful that I get to put on shows and that I get to host events and, and just a lot of the things that we have in life that we often forget about. So I would challenge you guys, if you would follow me on social media, on Facebook, especially I have been doing a day of gratitude every day of the week and um, I forgot a couple of days, I'm not going to lie, so I doubled up, but just trying to just remain in that place of gratitude. Um, so before we get started, just rolling with the whole gratitude, I want to shout out One of our listeners, and she says, favorite five stars. The emotions podcast was my favorite by far. So big. Thank you for saying it so eloquently. Love you to pieces. Jennifer Roth, you are amazing. I love you to pieces. Little fun fact Jennifer, and uh, I always say this Jennifer has known me, I think, since I was born, right? And she's not that much older than me, but um, we're from the same hometown. And actually, I grew up, well, not grew up, but her brother and and his wife and their children have lived next to my parents for years and years and years. And my parents still live in the same house that I grew up in. So we've always had like, it just, I mean, it's a very, very small town, right? Small town USA. But um, I reached out to Jennifer, I don't know, back in the Springs. I remember I was living in Florida and just basically asked her if she'd ever thought about network marketing. And she's a teacher and we all know teachers have a network and they're also influencers in their own light. And she was like, no, but I could definitely use extra income. And so we just chatted and she trusted me to, to, enough to order product. And then she trusted me enough to join my team. And she's a rock star and she's incredible. And I just am so excited to watch and see how far she takes this. So if you guys are on social media, go give Jennifer Roth a follow, uh, Instagram or Facebook. She is definitely a light of our world. So thank you, Jennifer. And I'm going to have to go back and listen to that emotions podcast because I don't know which one it was. So now I'm intrigued to see how I was eloquent because that is not always a word to describe me. Oh, anyway, so let's dive into today's episode. I actually just text one of my friends, um, one of my friends and teammates, Jason, and I said, give me some topics. So guys, I'm going to ask you that if you're listening to this, if you If you have topics you want to hear, if you have content you want to hear, like I always tell my team this, I do a a newbie distributor training every Monday night with my team. And I told them this this past week, I said, Hey, if there are things you want to learn about, if there are things you want to know, if there are things like missing, tell me because I'm not here just to hear my own voice that is is kind of defeating the purpose here i want to train you on things that are going to be relevant to you so same here in this podcast so if there's content or topics or because you really dig into xyz shoot me a facebook message or shoot me an instagram message um, at who is erica dale on instagram and then of course just erica dale on facebook um, because I want to talk to you. You guys are my listeners and that's what truly matters to me. So Jason gave me some some really good topics and one, I'll probably do all of his eventually, but the one that stuck out to me was something I actually had already thought about doing this this week or in the next couple of weeks and I just slipped my mind. Um, and that's this idea of hobby versus business. So if you are in network marketing or direct sales or coaching or services or whatever you offer, or maybe you're looking into it. You haven't quite pulled the trigger yet. One of the things I heard recently was we often bring in new people into this business and we're coaching them, we're mentoring them, and we tell them we'll treat your business like a business and you will find success. And I always said that, right? Treat it like a business. But most of the people that you guys are bringing into your business or maybe even you yourselves have never owned a business. And a lot of us have a different outlook on what owning a business actually is, meaning We see business owners, right? And this is going to be a little bit judgmental or cliche, but that are, you know, they just go out on the golf course all the time or they just, they work from home. So they just take naps all day or or whatever it is. And that, you know, some of that may be true, but what we probably don't see or didn't see is what it took for them to get to the point in their business that they can do those things. And so when we tell someone who's brand new, who is, is, is very green to this business of, um, of owning a business, running a business, and we tell them to treat it like a business. Well, they don't know what to do. And so what we need to do is flip that verbiage and tell them to treat this like a job. Because almost everyone that you enroll has had a job at some point in their life. You yourself have had a job at some point in your life, right? It might not have been like, you might even have had a career, It might not have been post high school or post college. Maybe you went straight into, um, you know, being a mom or a dad or whatever. But at some point in your life, you probably had a job, right? And so I wanted to talk about this this idea of hobby versus business. But business, I want you to think of it like a job. And yeah, our our goal for most of us is to get out of our job. For most of us, it's that we don't want a job. And so that word job is like it's like cringy, right? But you know what that means and you know how to hopefully hold down a job. And so I want to challenge you to treat your business like a job. So let's look at that. What does that mean? So I I did a quick Google search and some of the things that it says to be successful in a job are these things. And I'll dive into these and, and really kind of move them over into the network marketing space. But number one is you to be successful at your job and a lot of you guys probably have a job right now, right? So you're probably already mastering these things or trying to. So number one is you show up on time, right? Whether it's you, you punch a time clock or you just have a set time that you're supposed to be there, you show up on time. Now, yes, things happen like, you know, traffic or emergencies or whatever. But what happens when you don't show up on time over and over and over and over? You don't have a job. I've had to fire people. When I owned gyms, I've had to let people go because they couldn't show up on time. I mean, these people were, you know, we own gyms, so personal trainers that were not showing up for their clients on time. And that would totally throw off a client's day. And eventually the client didn't want to work with them. And so you have to show up on time. So in network marketing, are you showing up on time? Right. I I will tell you, I host Zooms constantly or events, you know, in person. We're getting back to those. And I mean, people are just like straggling in the speakers already speaking or the Zooms already started. And I'm like, wh- why? Why are you just strolling in a couple minutes after the hour? Now, again, I get sometimes things happen, you guys, myself included. So I'm not please don't take this as me coming down on you. But one of the things that I value in my life is being on time. Um, I mean, to the point where I actually showed up at a doctor's appointment this morning, 45 minutes early. Now that was just a mistake, right? I thought my appointment was at 9.45. It was at nine. I showed up at like 8.55. But anyway, I I value showing up on time. And so, and we all have those people in our lives that they just, for the life of them, cannot show up on time, right? But I, I don't. I I don't appreciate that. Your time is valuable. My time is valuable. Anyone else that's involved in this this event or situation or, you know, whatever you're doing, their time is valuable. So be respectful and show up on time. Number two, in order to be successful in your job, aka now your business, you need to become an expert, right? So if you are in a job, a traditional job, you're probably not starting off as an expert, right? You probably don't have a clue as to what you're doing. You're, you're kind of floundering around, but you're learning, you're, you're learning day by day. You're growing to the point where eventually you will be an expert and you'll be growing in other areas. The same is true in your network marketing business, right? I hear people, well, I'm not a numbers person. Well, you better be a numbers person. This is your business. This is your livelihood. Flip the script, change the conversation, um, become an expert, study the comp plan, study the product, study the science, And I'm not telling you that you, again, you guys, we can go back to the income generating activities. Yes, you should be learning about your company, your your products, your your, um, comp plan, network marketing in general, but you shouldn't be spending all of your time that if you're doing this part-time. But over time and as you grow, you should become or be becoming an expert in certain areas. So become an expert in your business. Number three, Successful people in their jobs follow directions. This one's a tough one for so many people. Follow the dang directions. We have, we actually uh, coined this, my my friend, Rachel, F-T-D-D. F-T-D-D. FTDD, FTDD, follow the dang directions. And a lot of times like we'll have a um, contest and the directions will be like, you know, screenshot your order and email it here and include your ID and include your PayPal for the rebate. And she'll be hunting people down. Like, our, our, our leader will be hunting people down to pay them back. Like, I've had this happen to me, and I'm like, you know what? If you can't follow directions, I'm not gonna chase you down. Follow the dang directions. One of the things I see so often, and this happens a lot with email correspondence, is you can't ask multiple questions in an email anymore. You get one answer back. It's like, what is the point? My dad, this is my dad's biggest pet peeve, I think, because he owns a, a printing company. And he says, you know, if I send an email to the customer and I'm asking them, you know, do you want this? How about this? Do you think that this font works? Like he's asking, you know, three, four, five questions in an email and he'll get the answer back to one. And he's like, by the time it takes me to go back and forth with this customer, you know, four or five, 10 emails to get all of my questions answered. I could have just gotten on the phone with this person, but nobody wants to get on the phone anymore. So my dad gets so frustrated with that. But is is that not true? Like follow the dang directions, read them. This is the one thing I tell my team all the time when an incentive is launched, a trip, uh, whatever it is, a product, you know, promo. Our company does a spectacular job of putting out every single detail. And so what I tell my team is go and read it. We're going to go over it. And then I want you to go and read it again. And if you have questions, you better ask your questions. But listen, if they're in the printout, read it. Don't just skim over it and then just expect someone to fish to, to give you the questions. Like, I am not here to, to feed you. I am here to teach you how to fish. That is a good leader. So a lot of times people just want you to tell them what to do. Well, I don't want to read that. Just tell me. We'll just answer my questions. Well, you're never going to learn. You're never going to grow. And, you know, some, some ways in life, sometimes in life, it's not my job, but inside of my team, it is my job to teach and to, to make you individual of me. And I'm never going to do that if I'm just always answering the question. So a lot of times what I'll do is, you know, if you come to me with a question, Hey, that, um, that can actually be found on blah, blah, blah. Why don't you go check that out? And if you still can't find it, let me know. Or if it's a simple question, like I get all the time, what time is the event? Hey, what, what's the date of the next event? And I will purposefully ignore the question. So, guys, if you're on my team and you don't get a response, now this isn't always, but if you ask a question that is blatantly on our websites, I often will, will give you 30 minutes, 60 minutes before I even answer you. And most often, people come back to me and they say, hey, never mind, I found it. Why? Because they came to me before they went to the website to check it out. Now, I'm not saying this all the time, and it's not everyone, you guys, but Start to to use your resources, follow the directions. Number four is you do what's asked, right? When you are in a job, if you are trying to be successful in this job, you do what's asked. Now, I don't think that that means you should be stepped over or stepped on or taken advantage of. So you do have to find that line. But at the end of the day, if you're wanting to succeed and excel and, and grow and climb up the ladder of your job or your business, You do what's asked, right? So anytime, like not anytime, but for the most part, if my, if my corporate calls me up or one of my leaders calls me up and says, Hey, could you train on this call? Or could you host this call? Or, Hey, we want to have you speak at this next event or whatever it is. I say, yes. Sometimes it's an inconvenience. Sometimes, you know, uh, like I had to host a call recently and my day was just super, super crazy. It was the last thing I really wanted to do, but I stepped up. Why? Because I want to succeed and I want to grow. And I want the people above me to, sh- to see that I'm showing up and I'm willing and I'm able. So number four is you do what's asked. Number five is you go above and beyond. And this one's hard. This one's really hard for a lot of people. Um, I think especially in a job setting. Because it's like, well, I, I did my job. Check the boxes. I'm clocking out now. And that's okay if you want to live a mediocre life in that job, if you want to be average in that job, if you're comfortable and you don't want to grow. But if you want to succeed, if you want to excel, if you want to go up, you know, to go, to go up, then you go above and beyond. So inside a network marketing, what does that look like? Well, maybe you show up at the event and you volunteer to do registration or you volunteer to bring water or you volunteer to set up the chairs or what can I do to help? You show up, you go above and beyond because that leader, again, we're, we're talking network marketing is going to see you. I had a a couple the other day, we had an event and they were um, helping out with registration and they said something to me along the lines of, you know, we know that we're not your rock stars, but we just appreciate you always including us. And, and we just feel loved and it melted my heart because one, they're absolutely amazing. Like I, I can't imagine them not being in our team. And in their next breath, they said, but we want to be your rock stars. And I said, well, you guys will. You, you just, you haven't quit. That's what it takes. So we just had a really good conversation. But they show up. They go above and beyond. I know them. I see them. I hear them. And like last podcast I talked about, if you want to be on your mentor's radar, sometimes you have to do things so that they know you exist. Right? Number six is be open to change. Yeah that's a hard one. People hate change. They do. They hate it. They hate it in the job. They hate it in, in, um, network marketing. They hate it in their business. They hate it in life in general, but change is like the one inevitable thing in our life. There's always going to be change, right? Always. And yes, change. Why? We don't like change because it's hard. We don't like change because it shakes our comfort zone. But change is good. Change means something for the most part. And typically, hopefully it's good. So be open to it. Be open to it. right? We've, we've changed our system and our team three times. Not, not drastically, nothing crazy, but we've changed it three times. And it's always been better, but in the beginning, it's tough. And you get get the people that are complainers and, oh my God, we're changing this again. Oh, look at the website. Oh my, did you see this? Guys, change, just trust that, that especially in your network marketing company. Now, I can't speak necessarily to, to your job, but I would say for the most part, your boss or mentors or CEOs or whoever's above you in your job They have your best interest at heart. They have the company's best interest at heart. They have the client's or customer's best interest at heart. It's the same thing with your network marketing company. They're making changes to make it better. But sometimes you have to grow through those changes and it doesn't always make it easy. But just be open to it and just go at it thinking, you know what? This is for the greater good. And this is going to be okay. Number seven is you have to own your mistakes got to be responsible, right? We all make mistakes. We do. And what happens when we don't own a mistake, right? We tend to like push it under the rug or hide it or lie about it or, or, uh, just pretend it didn't happen. And does it not always get worse? Like, wouldn't it always be better if we just owned it from square one? Like I remember being a a kid and a teenager and I wasn't the greatest teenager, guys. Like, I, I was a rebel. And, man, some of the stuff, that if I would have just fessed up and owned up, my life would have been so much easier. And really, especially when it comes to your, your parents and, and, and teenagers, your parents already know. They already knew what was going on. We just didn't think they did it's the same thing in your job. It's the same thing in your business. You guys, you got to own mistakes, especially as you're stepping into leadership. Like you've got to fall on your sword. You've got to apologize. You've got to say, listen, I'm human. I, I, I w- would appreciate your grace in this matter. I'm learning with you, right? But you've got to own it. People will respect you so much more. And then last but not least, you've got to build relationships. Relationships are crucial to your growth and to your success. Um, our, our pastor just did a series on, well, not a series, but he did a sermon on the relationships that you have, the people that you're surrounded with and, and how awesome is it when you need help or you, you, know, you need guidance or a referral or to just go to someone and be like, hey, who do you know, blah, blah, blah. And because you have a good relationship with that person, they're going to refer you to their best person. So what type of relationships are you building and are you being int- intentional in doing so? And again, you do this in your job. Are you doing it in your network marketing business? So again, guys, what I would encourage you to do is take these eight things, see how they, they differ from what you're doing in your job. If you have a job right now, see what's different and see what's lacking in your network marketing company. What do you need to be better at? What do you need to change? What do you need to say, hey, if I'm going to do this in my job, why would I not do it in my network marketing company? And lastly, guys, just, just walk away with this quote, both for yourself and for any new teammates that you're about to bring in or ever bring in. Treat this business like a job and you will be successful. I would challenge you to have them write down what that means. What do you do at your job that you that, that is, has allowed you to have success in it? That's what we're going to do here. So hopefully this helps you guys. I appreciate you. Jason, thank you so much for the topic um, and idea. And I hope you guys have an incredible rest of your day and your weekend. We'll see you right back here on Monday. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Level Up Your Life with Erica Dale. If you're loving this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you never miss any episodes. And of course, your five-star reviews are much appreciated. Be sure to check out whoisericadale.com for more free content and tips to help level you up.